strapped in the trenches Making moves going all out Every day handle business You know that the hustle don't stop Got my team, let's get it Reviewing books and talk stocks Steady keep it moving So you gon' wanna tune in Get Lowdown, it's an app Get local food on demand Delivery right to your home Everything in the palm of your hand Took hard work and dedication Come through, join the conversation This is history up in the making We just wanna be an inspiration Hey, let's go Welcome to another episode of Bootstrapped in the Trenches. We've got a very special guest today, Dan, Jamie Giovinazzo. I hope I pronounced that right. He is the founder and president of Eat Clean Bro, which I don't know, Dan, if you've had their food. It is phenomenal. Uh, Freehold, New Jersey-based fellow Jersey guy. We're going to see if there's some synergies with him and Lodell in our markets, hopefully. They have a phenomenal model. It's basically pre-made food, Dan, that is ready, that all you have to do is heat it up. Corey actually introduced me to Eat Clean Bro. He's who lined Jamie up, and there is Corey. Corey, when was the last first time you ate Eat Clean Bro? So it's actually funny because the first time I had Eat Clean Bro, we were still operating Mile High Middies in Denver, and I went home, and my brother had ordered it, or I went to visit Greg in the city. Greg's my brother, for anyone listening. And yeah, he had a bunch of it in his fridge. And it's actually funny. Greg's whole thing with Eat Clean Bro is that he orders for the week, but he eats all the meals in like two days. See, that's what happened to me when I got them the first time. I was I ordered food for a week. And that's my issue, folks, with, for our viewers, why I have a major problem with grocery shopping. I was going to, I forgot to bring this up last week to you guys. I have zero snack discipline. So I'll yeah. buy, a, yeah, like I'll buy snacks. And it's like, oh, there's eight servings in this. The entire bag is gone. No matter what it is, I eat it all in one sitting. And I like last week, I got all these awesome snacks at Whole Foods. They were gone on day one. I'm not even kidding. I probably inhaled who knows what, like calorie and sugar. It wasn't even much sugar. It was healthy snacks. But I am not, I can't do it, guys. Like I can't yeah. have food around or I just go to town on it. Yeah, I call it the delivery diet. And obviously we're in the delivery space, but when I want to lose weight, I just don't go grocery shopping because I'll eat everything right away, similar to you. But when I order delivery food, it's like, I know I'm just going to order, you know, lunch and dinner. Isn't that ironic, Corey? Like we're the very, some of the very few people that could probably stay in better shape ordering delivery than grocery shopping. Yeah. We should write the book, the delivery diet. Yeah. You know, I actually think we're onto something there. I I love that. Um, We, so yeah, you know, we've got quiz master Sean taking the game to a whole nother level for us. He's coming on in a bit. We all got our packages. Dan did too. Kudos to Sean for putting in the time. I got my package literally like a few minutes before. Me too. Conj is in charge of the post office. Let's be real. It was pretty impressive. I won't tell Conj, but the only thing is on the package, it says exactly what it is. Are you serious? (laughs) I didn't. I didn't didn't open it, but I just have it. I was looking, there's like 10 packages in my in the, in the my apartment building, and I was like going through the names, and then obviously it says the sender. But well, uh, yeah, it's we'll, exciting. We'll keep, we'll I'm tempted to look this, now. This is popping too, guys. Yeah, I'm tempted to look, but keep it a surprise. And we have, right. we have 10 eyeballs on live right now. One this is like, 
this is also the first time that, well, I don't know if it's the first time, but it's the first time in a while that we're also live on all the different business fan pages. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hungry Bob's B-Town. We usually just do our Facebook profiles. So, so for our new viewers, thank you for tuning in. We decided about a year ago to launch a podcast. Uh, I had a passion for broadcasting as a kid. Uh, Corey, Dan, and I figured it just would be a great platform to have some fun. We're all in the trenches. Bootstrapped in the trenches is our version of showcasing life on our end and also other business owners' end. And with that, let's introduce here before Jamie comes on at five, I'll give him a proper introduction. Jamie Giovinazzo. Giovinazzo. Thank you, Corey. So he is the president and founder of Eat Clean Bro. Eat, first of all, phenomenal name. I'm a big sickler with names. We had Alex Bean on kind of, we put him on the spot a couple. Oh no, I'm sorry. We had Jeff Whitlock on last week and put him on the spot with Gerbil. I'm curious to know if he ended up going with Bean, which I, is ironic since our guest before his last name was Bean. <laughs> but he was thinking about calling his new company Beam. So we'll see what he ended up going with, Dan. But Eat Clean Bro was founded back in January of 2013. It was formed with a seemingly simple goal in mind, and this was to turn one man's vision of bringing health to your doorstep into a reality. We believe firmly that excellence starts from the inside out. When you are nourishing your body so it's thriving, instead of simply surviving, you free up the vital energy to redirect into every other aspect and area of your life. Food is among the most basic of human needs. When we weigh it down with sugars, fat, preservatives, and sodium, not only do we compromise our health and waistlines, we compromise our minds, our efficiency, and our desire to feel good. In order to be the best version of yourself, you must choose to fuel your body with what it needs. Modifying the way you eat can indeed transform the way you feel and potentially appear. And that is our goal for each and every customer. I love it. I absolutely love their model. Um, Corey and Dan, I know we've talked offline. Hopefully we can get a partnership brewing with Jamie with food delivery. Yeah, it's and you know what? I've tried a lot of food delivery services in terms of uh, meal plans in the past. This is by far my favorite one. And I know he comes from like a authentic Italian background. I feel like he brought a lot of that into each dish. And like, for instance, when you get like the chicken sausage and the meatballs, it's, just, it's really good. It's not your basic stuff. It doesn't yeah. taste like cardboard, which is unbelievable. Yeah. When you eat something delicious that's healthy, it's a rarity, especially delivery. And the way you only have to heat that up in the microwave, it's very clever. Yeah. And I, I remember talking about this in the past, but when they first came out years ago, and, you know, they, they went heavy on billboards. They still do. That, that's pretty much, that's not all they do, but they do a lot of billboards across Jersey. And I remember, like, just seeing this huge sign that said, Eat Clean Bro. And I remember having a conversation with my friends, and they weren't sure about the branding, you know, having bro in your name. But it, it honestly stinks. It sticks out so much. And, you know, I see my parents using it. They order online. They'll go really? The oh, do your parents have used it? Yeah, because I mean, not only is it is it healthy, it's perfect portion control. It's literally ten to twelve dollars a meal. So when you actually are eating healthy, you're also saving money. I mean, it, it's awesome. And you know, they don't do the delivery, but they go pick it up because my parents live in Manalp and in Central Jersey, and Eat Clean Bro is based in Freehold. So yeah, you know, I think guys, when we always think about, we're in this world now with the pandemic. There's been a lot of pivoting going on with companies, and. We're not necessarily pivoting by any means. We're in expansion mode right now. But we do wonder, when it comes to Eat Clean Bro, we are based in Boulder, Colorado, which is a healthy mecca. 
as we know. Think about how many vegan restaurants there are and any any allergen type of catering when you think about it is in Boulder, Colorado. It's a tech hub. Dan, what are your thoughts there of uh, Eat Clean Bro in Boulder? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would do really well there. I'm curious to hear more about the model. And, but Yeah, it, it's a very simple, it'll be interesting to hear his thoughts on the synergies because I think there's a lot of synergies with Eat Clean Bro and Lodell. I really do. So, I, you know, Corey, I know we've talked about that a bunch too. Let, let's see if we could get something rocking with Jamie because I, I would love to be able to provide our customers a funnel to order Eat Clean Bro. I really would. Me too. And I, I think they could definitely use our delivery logistics and just make things more seamless. For sure. So, well, you know, people helping people, people eating clean. I, there's nothing better than food that tastes great that is healthy because it's so hard to find. Uh, you know, a lot of times... These days, they have all this fake crap in sugar-free things, this, that, replacements. I prefer to just eat healthy. If you're going to eat healthy, eat healthy. If you're going to eat like crap, eat like crap. Don't eat, exactly. eat, don't fake eat like crap or healthy. Just go on have, one end. And they have those options. Like that. That's what I love. They make comfort food healthy. So like they'll have biscuits and gravy as an option for breakfast. But, you know, they'll obviously be made with healthier ingredients, less portions, I'm sure the biscuits are made with whole wheat. So it's just, it's an awesome concept. Can It's guilt-free. Guilt-free unless you're us who just eat like a hundred entrees at once. Like it says like food for four. That's when I know it's mine for myself. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's my go-to on Lodell. One of our delivery places does a mixed grill for two. And every time I'm in our markets, I just obviously eat that to my face. Wow. And yeah. Corey, you know, I, we have to bring up Sunday food coma. I think you saw yesterday. I had quite oh, a, my appetite went missing because I had a large. This pizza was way too greasy. Rocco's joint. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. It was good. I, I like their pizza a lot, but too oily. A bit too oily. I uh, I went to town on that entire pizza in probably two and a half hours. I took an intermission halfway through, and it was. I had to walk it off, Corey. That's part of why I love living in New York now. You know how I love walking. Your brother always cracks up about it. When I ran into him a few weeks ago, he's like, oh, I'm getting my steps in. He's like, I know that's not an issue for you, man. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I'm always walking. I can't even help myself. Yeah, no, I mean, I, so Greg got me this Apple Watch. I know he has one too, but honestly, since I've gotten it, and you know, we're pretty, I'm pretty active, but it just makes me want to move no matter any time of day, because it just everything's right in front of you. It's a, it's a game changer. It really is. It. it really is. So that that's something I I know you told me to get one of those. I'm gonna have to do that soon. Just it makes Mike, it easier. You'd be proud of me. Yesterday I went into heavy food coma. Really? Uh, yeah. So I mean, it started off. I I drank on Saturday night. First time I really drank in a while. Uh, you know, this whole quarantine. You know, some wine here and there, but I, I went pretty hard on some tequila. And Sunday morning, I was feeling it. So I needed to get rid of it. Started the day off with some McDonald's breakfast. Whoa. What kind yeah. of, where are we talking here? I got, you know, Egg McMuffin, but then I ended up eating a sausage McMuffin too. Mm -hmm. Ended up killing my girlfriend's pancakes, all that. So and what does Tara uh, make? What kind of pancakes? She got, she literally, we ordered McDonald's breakfast. Uh, oh, oh you ordered, I love McDonald's pancakes. Yeah. Talk about it, a yeah. hidden gem in the world. McDonald's so pancakes. Good. Oh. And then and then it was football Sunday, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll switch it up. I'll be healthy. I'll get some grilled wings from my one of my places that I get grilled wings from. They came out fried, 
So I ate those, and at that point, I was all in. So I ordered Domino's to to cap it all off. Whoa! It was sorry. it was a food coma day. And, Any yogurt uh, land in there at the end? I should have. No, I, I was so full that I didn't even eat dessert. That's when you, that would have just, you'd be on the toilet still. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was a good football Sunday. Now I'm back on the uh, intermittent fasting. Me ready, too. Ready, I'm, ready, I ready. haven't eaten yet today. I'm going to head over to Whole Foods. Well, I wish I had eat clean, bro, just for the fact that we have Jamie coming on today. I'm annoyed I, I didn't get that this weekend. Well, hopefully we can get uh we got 13 minutes or 18 minutes before we got Jamie on here. Yeah, 18 minutes. We have Conj coming on in a couple. Um, I'm trying to think current events wise or food for thought. You guys have anything you wanted to touch on? Oh, we are launching Ogden. Lodell is launching Ogden Friday. Corey, phenomenal job plugging in the restaurants. It seems like we are going to be off to the races in that market. Yeah, it should be exciting. I mean, Big Ten football's back. I think that, that, that was a big story. Good. That's exciting for us. I know, you know, we were supposed to have anyone listening in the Bloomington, Indiana market. We were supposed to do a partnership with Indiana football and uh, do their food online ordering for the games and have takeout sections. And it was supposed to be an awesome thing, but obviously there's not going to be any fans in attendance. But I was able to connect with them today and, you know, just talk and keep in touch. Good call. So we'll see so- where that goes. I'm sure we'll be back to normal next year. And, you know, we, it's just going to take a little while to get things at that point. Yeah, but let's go Hoosiers. Yeah. Football's back. It's a good sign. Football's back. My Giants just cannot win for the life of them. Corey, now I know what it feels like being a Jets fan the last oh, few man. years. Oh, at least we had a couple Super Bowls that I was at. Yeah. I, I could die a happy Giants fan, but I'm just – it gets to a point. I love Daniel Jones, but there that team has so many holes that – I don't even know where to start. Like, I, unfortunately, we're gonna have to get a new running back because Barkley had a oh, great man. rookie year. He can't stay on the field. I know. He's, it's unfortunate. Uh, His career is over. I hate to say it, but it is. It's terrible to see. He's so talented. It's insane. That that just stinks. But yeah, I, I mean, Jets football. It's honestly at this point, I'm more excited to just do DraftKings and FanDuel than I am to watch the Jets. Like, I don't even get pumped anymore because I just you and me both. I yeah. almost hit that first place last night. Cam Newton's little run made me go from first to 24th place because of that MVP times one and a half. That was kind of frustrating. But, hey, it's good to see I'm in the mix. Yeah, definitely. Those are the great values, those like where you could just have a couple thousand people in a tournament for a few bucks. Yeah, I did well on the uh, the second half one of last night's game. Me too. That was yeah. the one I was doing. Yeah, I think I finished like – I mean, not great, but like in the 80s. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, should we get Conch here? And I don't know, Charleston, I think we need to start an internet company down there. <laughs> I literally deal with this all day long. All right, I'm going on. Conch is here. Quizmaster Sean, what's cooking, buddy? Oh, catch. Hey, how we doing? Hold on one sec. Uh, Dan, could you switch over to the other broadcast quickly? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I love that. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America's favorite podcast game show. Win, Mike Rollins lunch. Yes, I'm your host, Sean Connell. Now, today we are introducing an entirely new feature to the game. Win, Mike Rollins lunch. We are adding an element to the game that's terrifying and. What we are doing is we're adding the danger question. Oh, boy. 
the danger question. So how this works is that if one of you picks the danger question, you will have to you will have to open the package that I've sent to you that you have not opened, and you will have to eat the contents of what's inside. <laughs> oh boy, are you wow. ready, folks? Oh yeah, yeah, born ready. All right, let's get going with win Mike Rowland's lunch. Yes, fantastic. Now, our returning champ will start off with first, Dan Rowland. Dan, uh, before we get started, I'd like to address some of the things going on in the message boards. You've been accused of using performance-enhancing drugs to win the last two weeks. What? That doesn't surprise me at all. Do you have a statement uh, to these people? Unfortunately, I can't deny that. <laughs> oh, wow. Fantastic. I'm going to find out what drugs those are because they, they uh, It's an appetite enhancer from what I heard. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, Dan, I hope you're still on those drugs because the stakes have been raised this week. So here are your categories. The categories are big things, getting sauced, going green, national dishes, that's cheesy, and the crying game. I think big things. Big things, big things. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So uh, what is the biggest tree fruit in the world? Watermelon, coconut, pomegranate, or jackfruit? I am going to go with watermelon. Watermelon. And that is incorrect. I'm sorry. The correct answer is jackfruit, capable of growing up to 100 pounds. Wow. Jackfruit, up to 100 pounds. Sorry, Dan. That's unfortunate. Um, not a good start. Up next, our absentee from last week. Corey Aronson. Corey, looking sharp this week. Thank you. Good to be back, Sean. Fantastic. Do you have your package nearby? Wow, it's going to get interesting. There are five questions left, one danger question remaining. Wow. Your, your categories are getting sauced, going green, national dishes, that's cheesy, and the crying game. Let's go with getting sauced. Getting sauced. The drink known as a Tom Collins is the most often is most often made with this alcohol. Is it gin, vodka, tequila, or rum? Wow, I I've, I've heard of the Tom Collins. I feel like I've had. Is it? I'm gonna go with gin. Is it gin? That is correct. Fantastic wow. job. Yes. Coming back strong. Dan, you might get unseated this week, it's looking like. It's possible. <laughs> now, Mike Rowland, it says here that your love of food was started in kindergarten when someone handed you an Airheads candy. Is that true? I, I, I think it was you, actually, Sean. I, I recall that. That's true. I was tooting my own horn. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. So your categories are... Going green, national dishes, that's cheesy, and the crying game. Keep in mind, you have a one in four chance of picking the danger question. That's cheesy. What's, uh, what'd you pick, sorry? That's cheesy. That's cheesy. Still no danger question, folks. That's cheesy. How many pounds of hard cheese can the average cow produce in a year? Oh, I don't get any multiple choice. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the answers are either 40 pounds, 175 pounds, 550 pounds, or 2,600 pounds. Hmm. 
I am going to go with 2,600 pounds. Ding, 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 motherfucker. That is correct. <laughs> Baby. Oh, yeah. There we go. Mike Rowland showing why he is the food king. We have, that seemed uh, so outrageous that it had to be right, you know? Yeah. Well, from an economic standpoint, you need a lot of cheese to come from that cow. You need yep. a lot of cheese. Absolutely. So for round one, we have Corey Aronson at one point, Mike Rowland at one point, and Dan Rowland, our returning champion, bringing up the rear. Dan, you have a big task in front of you. You have to get this question right and avoid getting the danger question wrong. One in three chance at this point. How are you feeling about this? I'm honestly stressed. My uh, chest feels tight. <laughs> Fantastic. It should. So your question, your uh, categories are going green, national dishes, and the crying game. I'm going with the crying game. The crying game. You have managed to avoid the danger question again. Dan, you are out of the runnings this week. So the crying game. This country produces the most onions in the world. Is it India, China, the U.S., or Egypt? Wow. This is a tough one, Dan. Oh, man. <laughs> the United States. The United States. And that is... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the crowd's really worked out. It's got to be Egypt. <laughs> Dan is swinging and missing today, boy. <laughs> the correct answer is China. 22 million tons. The most China. populous country in the world, producing the most of a kind of food. And I'm not a fan of onions, Josh. Now, Dan, with that, you are officially eliminated and won't be a three-time champion. How do you feel about that? Does that mean I guess I open this package? No, it means you escaped it because you didn't actually pick the danger question. So hold on to that. Don't open it because it will be your danger component next week. Oh, man. I'm going to have to. That's such suspense hanging over my head. I don't Indeed. Know if I you're going to have to, have to open that in Colorado when we're out there next Monday. Make sure to pack <laughs> I'm like it in a your bag. Kid, I'm like a little kid, like the week before Hanukkah, where I'm like, to get in. Yeah. Tearing out the corners of the presents. Pretending <laughs> like I don't know what's in everyone. I knew what was in everyone. I tore off every corner. Hey. <laughs> I was a little child. <laughs> hey. It's it's gonna be a great late Hanukkah present for you. Get ready. Or early Hanukkah present. Or early. Actually. Or early. That's correct. <laughs> now, next up is Corey Aronson. We have two categories left. Your questions, your categories are national dishes and going green. Wow, I feel like the danger question's in the national dishes, so I'm going to go with that. National dishes. This is amazing, folks. You did not choose the danger question. Oh, no. Mike's in trouble. National dishes. Haggis, the national dish of Scotland, traditionally contains the heart, lungs, and liver of this animal. Or is it the sheep, the goat, the cow, or a pig? Wow. I'm going to go with sheep just because it doesn't make sense. Well done. Wow. Corey, Garen, Woo! both questions Woo! right this week. Two Someone ate two. their Wheaties this morning. Let's go. Someone drug test Corey. I think he's taking some performance enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Mike, guess what? I'm up. This the means danger. that I am the danger. You're in the danger zone. Oh yeah. Be prepared. All is on the line here. Open it. Open so it. I have to open this right now? No, you don't open it unless you get the question wrong. Oh, I love the pressure. Let's go, baby. Fantastic. This is also in order to defend your lunch, as Corey's gotten both questions right, and you've gotten one right so far. So going green, according to research by Stanford University, this animal is capable of surviving on a diet entirely made up of styrofoam and other types of plastic, making it a potential solution to waste issues. Is it goats? Cockroaches, mealworms, or ants? I'm going to go with mealworms. Mealworms, that is. Oh, you touched my ta la la. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry, I don't know what that sound effect was supposed to be. That is correct. Yeah, come on. Mike survives the danger yep. question. There it is. Nobody opens the package. So Sean, is this is, so whoever gets it wrong in mine and Mike's tiebreaker opens the package? Um, so actually what we're gonna do is everyone's gonna get on the tiebreaker and whoever is the furthest away from the correct answer opens the package. Okay. I love yes. that. Every week someone's opening a package. That's mm. our promise to you folks. There we go. And the viewers are just skyrocketing now. Ooh. Let's go. And this is all the pressure's on. So Tiebreaker, and we're going to start with Dan since he's bringing up the rear and come around to Corey and then Mike for their answers. Tiebreaker, how much money did Americans spend on pet food in 2019? Is this every American? Or and you cannot American? ask young men, Dan. You cannot ask young men. This is collectively all pet owners in the United States, the total amount spent in 2019 oh. on pet food. All types of pets, not okay. just dogs. Mm. All right, all right, give me the multiple choice, and then I got to do some math. There is no multiple choice. It's the closest to the yeah. correct answer gets it right. Yeah. The furthest okay. from the correct well, answer right, opens that package. Gotcha. Okay, let me just do a quick math in my head. Dan's quickly going on Google here. Give him like oh, 13 my. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, trying to think of um, Chewy's revenue and like multiply it by 100. <laughs> Good method. Dan should have a huge edge here being a pet owner. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with three billion. Three billion, three billion for Dan. Corey, what is your guess on this? I was thinking more like 110 billion. Yeah, 110 billion. So wait, and Conch, can you repeat the question? The question is, how much money did Americans spend on pet food in 2019? Wow, I am going to. I'm going to have to go in the middle there somewhere. Then um, yeah. I'm going to go with 87 billion. 87 billion. I now, is everyone happy with their answers? No one is revising their answers. We have three billion, uh, yeah, hundred billion. I feel like we have to honor. All right. What? Yeah, what do you mean revised? What, what is this? No, no, no. There's no revising. You you were first for a reason there, Dan. You, you got it. All right, we're sticking with it. Three billion. Three billion, eighty-seven billion, and a hundred billion, and the correct one ten, one ten billion, and the correct answer is thirty-six point nine billion. Dan Rowland was the closest. Wow. Oh, you see what I did there? You see how I had no way of losing? Yeah, I'm Dan, Mike. genius. So yeah, Corey, Mike, you win the week, and Corey, you've got to open the package. All right, you guys ready for this? Indeed, the drama is palpable. 
This is for you, Corey. The crowd's excited. All right. I'm actually very cool with this one. We got jerky from Newport. It's oh a python. A python jerky, though. Oh, shit. Honestly, like my biggest fear of life. Snake jerky? Snake jerky. Not Corey, have you ever eaten that before? No, and I hate snakes. And it smells like shit. <laughs> now I'm worried. Like our packages, we gotta sit on the ship for a week. Is it gonna go bad? All right, for no, all you uh, food people on YouTube, I know they always do this. You can uh, check it out. Wait, Corey, can you hold that delicious. up one more time? It kind of looks like a. Food it looks like regular jerky, but um, it's python with some brown sugar and teriyaki sauce. That's all you really need to know. This is uh, episode 18 of Fear Factor. Nice job, Tom. There we go. Well done, Corey. Cool. Way to be a good sport, as always. And, Corey, with and we it got Jamie Piavanazzo like on deck here. He's about to come on. Hold so on. How is it? It's a, it's a poor version of beef jerky. It's not bad because they coat it with teriyaki and soy sauce, a little lemon and pepper, but it's not great. I wouldn't recommend it. And with that, this has been America's Favorite Game Show, Win Mike Rowland's Lunch. I held him today. Oh, man. My breath's smelling like shit right now. Well, perfect. That's why you have to eat clean, bro. And without further ado, Sean, thanks so much, man. You are the best. We'll see you next week. We've have got the show. one, the only, Jamie Giovinazzo. How are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Oh, man, that Jersey accent sounds so refreshing. It's good to be at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. You better believe it. So, so Jamie, to start off here, man, when was the last time you actually ate clean? Oh, when was the last time I ate clean? Uh, I yeah. actually had I had to basically eat for lunch. So the last time I ate clean was lunch. I'm trying to clean it up. Oh, nice. There we yeah. go. Man. Do, you, do you eat clean, bro, every single day? I used to. Uh, not anymore, bro. I got dad bod. I got dad bod. I got two kids. I got a wife. I'm pretty stressed out, so I eat like shit a lot of the times. Wow. I mean, what's what's yeah. the balancing act like that, like Jamie? Because man, I have to tell you, I was telling our viewers, I got eat clean, bro, and I thought I was set for a week, and a day later, all, all my food was gone. It is good. Like a lot of the times when we talk about eat clean, bro, people ask me business questions. We always leave out that the food is actually enjoyable, and it it is. You know, it's very tasty. So, um, yeah, hey, Jamie, that's you something, gotta try that's to limit it to saying. one meal at a time. I was telling uh, the viewers earlier. I know, I feel like you come from an Italian background, and I feel like everything, all your dishes, because I've been using it for quite some time now. Eat clean, bro. I feel like it's very authentic, and just you taste like that homemade, that homemade recipes in each one of your dishes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, me, me and Chef John been together a long time. There's a lot of Italian people in my kitchen. Um, it's almost like an Italian rap battle. Every time we're talking about food or trying to make something new, it's like it, it, there's a huge Italian influence on our food. Uh, but ultimately, it, it, it just comes down to like the proper steps and techniques in cooking. So we don't skip steps. Good food comes with steps and you have to caramelize the garlic. You have to caramelize the onions. Like these are healthy. These are home-style cooking, uh, simple cooking, but done right. It's just delicious. So big up, big up to Italy. 
<laughs> and Jamie, how did how did you come up with the name Eat Clean Bro? My dad, my dad. Um, back in 2013, I didn't know what to call my business, and my dad said, "Hey, this is all you say anyway, so why don't you just call it Eat Clean Bro?" And I said, uh, you know, "I don't hate, I don't hate it. I like the name because it was easy to remember, it was easy to spell, and with a with a website online." know i couldn't call it chavanazo food or chavanazo meals nobody would ever remember my website so eat clean bro is just so easy to spell and remember and nobody had it i couldn't believe it we went on GoDaddy, and eatcleanbro.com was available so i was like oh damn this is meant to be yeah jamie i remember driving down i think route nine or even at the, the turnpike to new york city from jersey i live in Central Jersey, Manalpin, and I would just see your nice. billboards, and I still do, man. I see them everywhere, and they really stick out, and you know, and you just it's just very memorable. So I definitely love it because I, I, we're always, you know, we run a food delivery business, and we've tried billboards in the past, and it it hasn't. We weren't really sure if it worked for us. It you know, it's tough, but with you guys, I feel like it just it's very it stands out. It's different. Yeah, believe it or not, um, it's the colors the schematic is backwards so it's actually an eyesore so that's why it sticks out so well because it's actually fundamentally wrong and that's what's so funny like the experts and shit like i've always gone with my gut and the experts are like don't do this don't do that and then i do it and then it works and i'm like yeah you know go shove that data up your ass so <laughs> <laughs> i love that i mean jamie can you touch on that the power of conviction as an entrepreneur because even you starting this back in 2013 you must have had some sort of next level conviction getting in meal prep for delivery because we've seen so many of these types of businesses fail miserably. And you've stu you've been an aberration, man. I give you so much credit for that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, when I started Eat Clean Bro, I was actually scared for my life. Um, I was petrified. Um, it was a lot to take in and do by yourself. My, my mentality was like, I'm just going to cook every single meal the best of my ability. And I'm going to try to just make all my customers happy. And I'm going to give it 100%, 100% of the time. And I've always been in it for the right reasons. So one of, um, one of my biggest competitors, Kettlebell Kitchen, they went out of business shortly after a $30 million raise. And yep. um, a big part of the reason why you see all these food companies going out of business is because they're too focused on the business, right? So like I go on these entrepreneur podcasts and they want to talk business and I'm like, nah, man, like the garlic, the onion. And they're like, I'm probably not the best entrepreneur interview because I'm not going to sit here and talk like all these margins. And it's not like I'm a maniac over the quality of my food and the, and the better food I can give, the more consistent, like it's like weird. I got to keep one foot on the gas. I got to keep one foot on the ground. And it's just really important that the food is always good because the second you start putting out bad food, it's over. Like you could be the greatest entrepreneur in the world. If your food sucks, man, it's, it's over for you. You're, it's over. So it, it's like a, a huge balancing act between good food and running a very successful business. It's not easy. Um, the, uh, the, um, the New Jersey state government does not make it easy on business owners either with, uh, I mean, the, the Murphy administration has passed so many new like things with employees and stuff, but, Thankfully, now I have a huge management team. I have a huge, uh, I have an HR uh, expert on staff, and we have a lot of extra people on staff just to make sure everybody's doing everything right. But I feel bad for like young entrepreneurs trying to start a business now, man. It's not what it was 
Uh, so much has changed in the last few years. And uh, I really do feel bad for young kids trying to start a business with nothing like I did. It's really so, uh, Jamie, to touch on that, what would you give? What type of advice would you give somebody trying to start a business these days with all the red tape that exists? Um, I think you really need to like put down like social media is very important, but you got to stop. Like, you're not going to get rich overnight. You're not going to get rich in five years. You got to calm down. You got to really focus on your product and service. You got to really focus on your product and service. You have to be better than everybody else. And by better, I mean, you have to have a better price. You have to offer a, a better service. You have to uh, offer additional. So you have to really go out and compete. And when you go out there and compete, you put yourself last. So when you do hire employees, you got to pay them a little bit more. You got to do a little bit more for your employees. You got to do a little bit more for your customer. And that's how you make it in this world today. And as far as the red tape goes, get a nice advisory board. So a lot of successful people want to help people. So get an advisory board, listen to people who have done it before. And remember, like you're going to put yourself last for a solid five years before you start seeing any type of return whatsoever. So you're going to be in, you're, you're going to get your ass kicked for five solid years before you start making money. So have patience. Patience is the foundation of power, man. That's one of my favorite quotes. I tell people. Oh, I love that line. Yeah, it is. I was reading you guys in 2019, Eat Clean Bro delivered, was it one and a half million meals? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. So I know you're, you know, I don't know if you're a numbers guy or, or know this, but like, what would, what is like an average ticket for Eat Clean Bro? Um, Dude, I, I think like we we came up short on in nineteen. We we didn't do fifteen million. We were close. Um, we probably we'll probably do like seventeen million in uh, twenty twenty. But uh, you know that's that's about where we're at for nineteen. I mean that, and, uh, that's incredible. I guess I mean, so, I mean that's amazing. Congratulations! But when a, when an order comes in, what what is that average amount? Is it like two hundred dollars or no, is it? Um, you're typically, bro, the average guy, any men or woman going on eClean, bro, it's usually around 80 bucks. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Good. And Jamie, how do you determine like the expansion with how quickly you guys have grown? How do you deal with the supply demand like chain of events there? I'm so fascinated to know what goes into that train of thought. Like, for example, are you guys thinking about expanding outside of the metro area? So that's like a two that's like a two-part question so like what's really cool like i've done such a really i've done a really good job with the operation and for anybody listening who thinks like algebra or calculus is not important i've built my entire business off like calculus um like calculus is just it's a bunch of equations and lines and intersections so I always explain to people, right? They're always like, oh, algebra, when am I going to use this? Well, if you're Jamie and you're trying to start a clean bro, or if you're trying to do a barbecue where you have 500 guests and hot dogs come in packs of eight, buns come in packs of 12, mustard comes in 500 and something servings per bottle. If you want to really hone in your numbers and run a profitable business, you need to understand calculus. You need to understand algebra. So as far as like scaling up and down, I built my whole entire business off, off that thinking. Now, as far as like expanding outside, we we sold the uh, we sold the Boston territory. So we have a license agreement 
going live in Boston should go uh, early, early 21. So we, we should be local in Boston. I, um, I have a partnership in Atlanta, which I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in contract to buy back. So I'll be a hundred percent owner of Atlanta as well. Um, so Atlanta was really funny, man. We were supposed to do a deal in Washington DC first. The deal fell through my buddy in Atlanta wanted to do it. So I said, Hey, let's, let's do it. So everyone's like, what, well, why did you do Atlanta? Well, Atlanta was kind of like an accident. I really wanted to do DC first cause it was a little closer and made more sense being like DC and Boston are very similar to New York markets. Um, it was a huge learning curve going down to Atlanta. Um, but Atlanta is starting to kick ass now and, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So I feel like I, I got a lot of valuable information with that, but as far like, so my dad used to always say there's always room, right? Cause I used to worry about the timing, right? Timing is very important, but there's always room for a good product and a good service. So timing is very important, but there is, there is always room for a good, uh, a good product and a good service. So as far as like growing outside of my delivery zone, at the end of the day, man, if I'm going to put out really good food and I'm going to treat people really good, it, it's, it's only a matter of time before I'm a national brand. Mm, I love totally, hearing that, totally man. National. Yeah. Thank you. Thank that, you. Jersey. That's amazing. Jersey. Jamie, we got, what can we do to get the calculus equation uh, in Boulder, Colorado, where we're based? I feel like our customers would absolutely love Eat Clean Bro, like on another level. <laughs> well, hey, with that, uh, with that law they have out in Colorado, I would absolutely love Colorado as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's make some magic happen, baby. Some Jersey yeah. guys teaming up, crushing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that you guys moved out, man. I feel like it's a lot easier for younger kids to go and, and make their way in other places. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard starting from scratch in New Jersey, man. But, uh, Colorado. So I do have, I have a, I have a group of guys extremely interested in Arizona. Uh, they're like, they're like dying for like a, a license deal. They're coming to meet up with me in October. They're super passionate about eclean clean bro. Um, I don't know, man, if there's capable partners in Colorado that really want it, uh, I would, you know, my, when I started Eat Clean Bro, I just wanted to fight fast food. Um, I always wanted to fight fast food. I, I wanted to make healthy food affordable, accessible, and convenient for everybody. Back in my day, back in like, you know, I started doing this in 2005. It used to be Muscle Maker Grill. Mm. And it was like, oh, yeah. if, you, if you ordered the Muscle Maker Grill and you got extra protein with a vegetable, it was like 20 bucks. And oh, I'm it's like, a huge rip-off. Crazy. Yeah. You know what? This isn't right. And it's mediocre, mediocre food. Now, I, I do order it all the time. And, you know, not, not to... It's not eat clean, bro. That's I, for I, sure. I do support it. But, yeah, it's not eat clean, bro, at all. And what's really funny, bro, is back in 2012, I was trying to get a job at Muscle Maker Grill. And they didn't hire me. And then a few, and a few fucking weeks later, I started eat clean, bro. And... There you go. And, Chip um, on your and the, guy, the, founders, the founders of Muscle Maker Grill, really good guy. Guy Rod's a really good guy. I don't mean anything wrong, but I'm, I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure E Clean Bro was like the nail in their coffin for New Jersey. I mean, I, I smoked everybody in New Jersey. Um, but you know what, dude? You give people a six ounce piece of meat. You give people a bunch of vegetables, and that's what they want at a good price. They keep coming back. I got customers. I got customers that have been ordering with me for seven years, dude. Like every fucking week. That's insane. Wow. Jamie, Dude, Jamie insane. I'm, I'm one of those. I, uh, yeah, I actually, thank you. I even, re 
I reached out to you back in 2013 when we were still in Denver running our, our market because I was so interested in, in doing Eat Clean Bro in our market. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I came home from Denver one time. I saw I went to my brother's apartment who lived in New York and he had a bunch of them in his fridge. I tried it. I thought it was the best thing. And uh, every time I came home, I would get it. And now that I live in New York, I get I order from you guys all the time. So. Damn, it's awesome thank you, food. bro. That thank really you. Is, man. Yeah, of course. And Yo, you, uh, you can know, tell, we, right? You so can like, tell we, we really go for it. Like we're strong. Like yeah, no, in. it's phenomenal. We want, yeah, like, like, we like, want like, you to come back. Like so, my competition, right? So like they're fucking blazing me, right? Like my competition is hitting me with like fucking forty percent off, fifty dollars, eight. Yo, I've seen some people doing eighty dollar coupons. Yeah. Sounds like, like our like, competition. I'm like, yo, $80? Like, yo, do you want me to pay your fucking mortgage? Like, this is food. Like, you you mean to tell me your food is so bad? You got to give somebody $80 to try your food? Like, are you kidding? Um, but it's only making my brand stronger because, I mean, yo, times are tough, and I get it. People need a deal. But when you order food, man, you want the food to be you, – you're expecting quality food. And um, I, I feel like every single one of these new guys that pop up and try to just hit me with coupons and hit my customer with coupons, they're just making my customers appreciate me more. So yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, thank you. Um, I, you know, I try to always give back to my customers. I give back to the community. I, I think there's like so much more I could do for my customer than just, you know, try to hit new customers with steep coupons. And to me, it doesn't make sense, but. Yeah, I think your food speaks for itself. And I know what's always interested uh, Mike, Dan, and I about your businesses. We, Mike has ordered it from the past too, and Dan, you know, we have delivery logistics that I think can really, you know, interact with your business and make it perfectly. You know, I typically when I order from Eclean Bro, I'll get a text from my driver. With our technology, you'd be able to see exactly where your driver is in real time, and we just think it's such an interesting dynamic to possibly add to your business as well. Well, yeah, I, uh, I do technology so. I'll give you a little, uh, so I love, I love American history, right? And one thing that I always think about is technology, right? So technology and communication are so important for businesses. And when you look back at the civil war, Abraham Lincoln was out guns, you know, he had a smaller army, all the better generals were in the South. But what won Abraham Lincoln the Civil War was the technology and the communication. So I'm, I'm always up. I'm always up for explore. That, that is always the answer. Whenever in doubt, upgrade your technology, improve your communication. Anytime in business, upgrade your technology, improve your communication. That is uh, those are some things that I've learned over the years from just doing business. And technology is always the future, always upgrade technology. So. I'd, I'd like to check it out, man. People love to know where their order is. People love to, uh, they, the more technology, the better, man. So Let, let's make magic happen, Jamie. Let's figure out a time to get on the horn and see if we can help each other out with that. I'll have you talk to my logistics guy. I actually have no idea how my deliveries work. So I used to, <laughs> but not anymore. I have, uh, my, my brother-in-law runs all the deliveries in New Jersey. That's awesome. So, Something I, I think you've done a great job on is um, I know you're in the cars and so we'll let you go soon. But, you know, when I first started hearing about you guys, I saw you guys on UFC fighters. I saw you guys in a bunch of gyms, people are rocking T-shirts. Um, you know, I know I've seen you in the Jersey Shore, Wow doing videos, situation, all of that. How did yeah. you get 
involved with, I feel like you were doing influencers before influencers were a thing. So what's really funny is I always told people I was a gym rat before it was cool to be a gym rat. And <laughs> I had major street cred. I had major street cred in New Jersey. So I started cooking in 2005. And back in the mortgage days, people were just lighting money on fire. So I started cooking on accident for some guys at a mortgage bank. And like over the years, I would go in and out of business. And I'd cook for my friends. So back in 2007, I actually used to cook for Mike, uh, the situation before he became famous. And um, I got a lucky break. I, I went to high school with this kid, Sean Dua. And in 2013, Sean Dua checked into the Olympia and I, I hit Sean up. I'm like, Sean, what are you doing at the Olympia? You know, Sean was never into sports, never into bodybuilding. And he's like, Hey, I am the CFO of shreds. And in 2013 shreds was the company who pioneered, um, social media marketing. So they pioneered how we use our social media. So before shreds, nobody did this. So like now because of shreds, everybody's selling a tea, everybody's promoting a weight loss product. Like you can't go on the social media without like your fame, your favorite celebrity or whoever is promoting something that is because of shreds. So I was like, Oh, Sean, like, um, dude, I, I, is there anything I could do? Can I get involved? And he's like, yeah, Arvin actually heard of you. Arvin was the CEO. He's like, yo, uh, come up to Jersey city and drop off some meals. So when I say like I had street cred before Instagram, like my street cred got me with Arvin. When I started cooking for shreds, I started, I was in tight with all of the most famous, um, influential people on Instagram at the time. So like all the big names in the fitness industry I was cooking for. And then, uh, Massey at the time, Manco fit. She was the biggest Latino, uh, personal trainer. She, she had the biggest account, the biggest fitness account on Instagram. So Massey, so through shreds, I got with Massey and then Massey hooked me up with Lala Anthony. Mm. Oh, Carmelo Anthony's wife. Yes. Wow. And got, I could not have been set up with a better person. Lala is an angel. So she started plugging me on social media and she introduced me to like, uh, she introduced me to all these crazy people. So when she shouted me out, I got 40,000 followers in 24 hours. She hooked me Whoa. up with a, like, oh my God, bro, I went viral. She hooked me up with a Beyonce's cousin. So I was hanging out with Angie. I was in like Beyonce's office with all the rewards. That was insane. I started getting hooked up with all like New York City radio people. Um, and one thing led to another. I'm looking for DJ Khaled. I'm cooking for Rick Ross. I'm on C100 with Dr. Oz. Um, wow. and, awesome. and, then at, and then at that point, man, I got hooked up with Frankie Egger. He really liked wow. me. Frankie Egger hooked me up with, uh, with uh, Jenny and Roger. Jenny, Jenny loved me and I just started making like real, like, uh, all these people really liked me, man. So I just started making friends with everybody. And, and now it's been like, bro, it's been like fucking six years. So like, I've had like real famous friends for like a real long time. And, and now like whenever, whenever they need stuff, dude, they call me, I always make it happen for them. And, and like, bro, like Lala will still call me and ask for my business advice, which blows my fucking mind. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Damn, like that, that means a lot to me. You know what I mean? I mean, Jamie, yeah. as, as she should, man, kudos to you. You've done an incredible job in a field that it has lost a lot of people, a lot of money. I mean, yeah. that, you got to pat yourself on the back there. Thank you. Yo, you know what I love? 
that these people, bro, I'm a college dropout and all these Ivy League degrees are fucking burning money. And I'm here with my first three hundred dollars. <laughs> like, ah, ha, ha. I love that uh, chip on your shoulder, Jamie. I feel like we have a lot in common. It's just you've got that natural just drive to just do your best. And it, it's awesome, man. We're, we're all huge fans of your food. Thank and you, man. Thank you. Ho- hopefully we could figure out a way to work together, because I, I think all of our markets we're in college towns now a lot of college towns. And I think these kids need more than just restaurant delivery. They want more options. Everybody, everybody wants more options, man. So that's why I think we have like 70 something. We have an insane menu at E-Clean, bro. It's actually, it might actually be too big, but I'm going to make it bigger. I don't care. I, I love it, man. Jamie, I mean, you're, you. you care about the quality. That's what I love about what you're doing. You're an artist with food. And at the end of the day, people will keep coming back if your food's great, which it is. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you said uh, an artist, and I usually don't refer to myself as that, but E-Clean Bro has always been my way to express myself, you know, express what I don't like. So there's things in the world I don't like what's going on. So I'll use E-Clean Bro to help me, like, you know, give back to the underprivileged community. When COVID happened, I was, I donated over six figures to first, uh, first, uh, not first responders and nurses, um, E-Clean Bro has been the vehicle for me to express myself and try to make the world a better place. And the support that I get from my customers, it's just overwhelming. And, uh, and, and yeah, dude, there are times where I do feel like an artist, man, because I'm constantly expressing myself through my business, which I really do appreciate the support, man. It's amazing. You got that personal touch factor down. Even when I got the delivery from you, I could feel that, that intimate touch, which is so game-changing for delivery. We're always trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yo, you know what it comes down to? What's that? I just just tell people this, and this is, you know, I hope people who are listening are really listening because I'm giving, I think I'm giving some good advice. So there's two, there's two things, right? There's two things that technology can never change. And that's eating and having sex. Those are two things technology will never replace. People are always going to want to have sex. People are always going to want to eat. Those are primal things. Now, people eat they want to know where their food comes from i always wanted to do the old school milkman you know like eat clean bro is like the milkman bro he shows up to your house in the eat clean bro eat clean bro van eat clean bro uh uniform and you know where your food's coming from if there's a problem you can call we can get in touch with your driver we we have control of the entire process from start to finish from when the food comes in raw to when the food goes out the door cooked like the customer knows what's going on and that has always been so important to me because as a customer, that's exactly what I would want from a food delivery company. So um, the intimate yeah. touch that you're talking about, man, that is like since the beginning of time, that is always what I wanted to give. And I'm glad uh, I'm really appreciative of this, man. Like you guys are, you guys are really making me, um, I don't even know what the hell the word I'm looking for. Like, I'm really grateful that you guys notice these details. Oh, I mean, man, you know, we're, Dan, my brother and I, Corey, we, you know, we've been in this game against these behemoths of Uber and DoorDash and food delivery that are just robots, just printing money. They don't care about community building. That's what I love about what you've done. And we're yeah. always trying to focus on that end of it. And it's remarkable. You've been able to stand out in this crowded universe. Yo, I, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I look to do, man. Like, uh, I feel like when the whole world goes right, I go left. I don't know if you followed the Uber story when I paid that kid's Uber bill. Um, 
Did you follow that story? The kid from West Virginia who got drunk and took Uber back to New Jersey? No. I, what? Can you shed some light on that, Corey? I think you did, right? Yeah, I've heard about it. But yeah, please enlighten our guests, our listeners. So the kid, right? So the story aired. The kid got blacked out drunk, accidentally took an Uber from West Virginia to New Jersey, and he ran up a $1,600 Uber bill. So the story aired. It was funny. We were all laughing. And then you forgot about it. A week later, he tried to start a GoFundMe page and uh, the media started like attacking the kid. You know, they were all like bullying him. So uh, I came home from Vegas one night and something, I think it was like the NJ.com was like, sorry, bro, we're not paying. uh, No one's paying the tab. And I just felt like, you know what? I'm not going to sit back and let the media pick on this kid. Like I'll pay the bill. And, uh, you know, I paid the bill because, you know, the kid didn't do anything wrong, right? He was a 21 year old kid who got carried away at a party. He did the right thing. He got in the Uber. He didn't drive drunk. And, uh, that story went worldwide. I mean, it got picked up in China. It got picked up in Russia, India. Uh, I mean, it was, it was like a viral worldwide story. I was actually, I got Charlemagne donkey of the day for that one. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know, bro. If you're on Google, bro, check out that story. It was a really funny story. And then, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, and then with 9-11, dude, when, when the government, when, uh, when they said they weren't doing the 9-11 memorial, right, they weren't doing the light show because of COVID, dude, I went out and I got my own lasers. We did a, we did a, uh, a 9-11 memorial tribute in Eatontown, New Jersey. I had these lasers, dude. They went two miles into the sky. Um, it's just, you know, I guess standing out, like, I just, I have this, I guess I do have this chip on my shoulder where if I think there is an injustice or if I think something's wrong, dude, I'm going to throw myself in front of the bus and I'm not going to let, uh, I'm not going to let any of that shit happen while I'm, while I'm here. So it's a, that shows the power of intuition and being the contrarian, Jamie, it's clear, you know, you beat to your own drum, which I think that that's what <laughs> entrepreneurship's all about, man. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's what I kept telling myself all those times I was getting fired when I was younger. Like I, yeah, that was meant to happen. You were never supposed to work for anybody. Jamie, before <laughs> we have you off, what, what would you, what's your last meal on earth? I know you're, you can probably whip up anything in a heartbeat, but what would it be like death row meal? What are we talking about here? You know what, dude, I'm stuck between, um, I'm stuck between authentic barbecue and like paella from Spain. I don't wow. know. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That's those different, two, different from those, what we've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. I don't paella. Know. Yeah. Paella, dude. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. I love paella. I think authentic barbecue would be up there for me. It's, you know, it's up there. It's so the good. Time, but it's so good. Maybe it would be both. It's so good. Okay, throw it both in the mix. <laughs> yeah, do a barbecue chicken paella, right? That'd be, that'd be unique. Now we're Actually, talking. Maybe yeah. that'd be good. Jamie, yeah. now I'm just starving. Like I'm literally, yeah. I gotta go crush food now, dude. I wish I could get you a delivery, man. I, I'll, I'll oh, I'll be ordering. Are you kidding me, man? I'll be ordering from you tonight for tomorrow. No doubt about it. Yo, did you see that too? I'm almost, I'm almost as fast as Amazon with that one, right? You just put your order and it shows up the next day. Yeah, yeah. You could be even quicker once you team up with us. We'll, we'll, do we'll get you same day going. <laughs> College towns. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's do it, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, really thanks for coming on. Man. Thank, thank you, so you much, Jamie. Man. Keep kicking Absolutely, ass, man. and we'll talk soon, man.
All right. Thanks for coming All right, bro. Take care, man. Bye, guys. Eat Take clean, care. bro. You Eat heard him here. Thank you. Eat clean. Thank you, Jamie. You can follow him on Instagram. You can go to eatcleanbro.com if you're in the tri-state area or Atlanta. And I believe you said Boston is coming soon as well. Yeah, Jimmy is the man. Great guy. I'm glad, Corey, great job lining him up. And maybe there's some synergies here for uh, Eat Clean Bro and Lodell. We're all Jersey guys. Maybe we can help them with logistics, providing our customers more value on top of existing restaurant food. There, there's a lot of options. I, I like how this guy thinks, and let's see what we're made of. I loved, I loved hearing him talk about that funded company that went out of business, the VC-backed company. Yeah. That's it's just funny. That, that's awesome. Yeah, Kettlebell Kitchen. I, I see that. I used to see them in my lobby all the time, just like bags. They would just leave it there. You could tell they spent money on the wrong things. Kettlebell Kitchen like comes in these like big red like you know heat saved bags that I'm sure they spent a ton of money on. Where be clean, bro. You can pay an extra ten bucks if you want an insulated bag, or if you're there, you don't have to pay anything and just drop it off at your door. And I think so, it shows, guys, what we can learn from Jamie, just that art, the community aspect. You could tell, and we're all yeah. like this. This is why we started a podcast, going above and beyond for the customer. What is it they want? That's And that's what he figured out. And that's why you even think about like Munchery and some of these huge behemoth backers behind these companies that just went belly up. And then you got Eat Clean, bro. And he was just real. People appreciate authenticity. And I think in more now than ever, that's how we're going to shine with our company. I agree. Yeah, I was like blushing. He was getting all emotional talking about his business. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, and super passionate yeah. about it. That yeah. uh, the fellow Jersey accent thing I love too. That never gets could, old. Yeah, you could tell like he feels that, you know, it could just change any day. Something can happen and he, you know, could be out of business at any point. So he's just got to keep at it, keep grinding. I think what's more likely with that guy is a huge acquisition. Oh, totally. But, yeah. you know, he just has that chip on his shoulder. Where... As as we do, right, guys? I mean, we're up, we're like our viewers know, we're competing against Uber, DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, our mothers. I mean, you know, who knows who else is in there? But we're holding our own and we appreciate all the support. Uh, it was awesome having Jamie on. Uh, we have Ogden launching for Lodell here later this week. Exciting times, guys. I'm pretty amped. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm Mike, so excited. What, what was the email you're talking about about the Snapchat billing thing? I'm not seeing that. I'm, I'm seeing the I, billing I, I, on Snap. Well, maybe that was just for my own account. I'll send it to you. All right. Uh, but good work, guys. I'm uh, I'm famished. What do I do tonight? Do I, I wish I could eat clean bro right now. I'm so hungry. I know. Well, they're next day, Dan. That's where Lodell might be able to come into the mix. They do next day delivery. For sure. So, and he's going to be nationwide soon too. So that'll be awesome. All right, guys. I think they've seen enough of my ugly mug today on Facebook. Uh, it's been fun and uh, we'll catch you in the morning. And thanks to all of our viewers for tuning in. Follow us yes. on YouTube. You can subscribe for uh, Bootstrapped in the Trenches. And we're all off to dinner. I hear Corey and Dan's stomach churning, my corny joke of the week. There it is again. And uh, got Monday night football on tonight. So great delivery food. Yeah, yeah, we have a big guest. At tonight's uh, oh man, uh, Raiders versus the Saints. And Corey, what were you just going to say? A big I guest. Say, we have a big guest coming out soon. Could be next week. Could be the week after. We might have to just schedule them in. But uh, 
he's a, he's a uh, I think, a, a forward or a power forward on the Utah Jazz. So he's going to help us announce our Ogden launch. And Great job lining that up, Corey. Royce O'Neal? Royce O'Neal. He's going to go over his philanthropy, philanthropies. And, uh, yeah, excited to chop it up with him. Let, let's see what we can do to help him out with his philanthropy now that we're in Utah. Let's do it. Boom, baby. All right, guys. This was a great show. That's a wrap. And I'm going to probably go eat a wrap. I'm starving. Bootstrapped in the trenches. Making moves going all out. Everyday handle business. You know that the hustle don't stop. Got my team. Let's get it. Reviewing books and talk stocks. Steady keep it moving. So you going to want to tune in. Get Lowdown. It's an app. Get local food on demand. Delivery right to your home. Everything in the palm of your hand. Took hard work and dedication. Come through. Join the conversation. This is history up in the making. We just want to be an inspiration. Hey. Let's go.